Next on BYU Sports Nation, Jem Armadia returns to March. Will the lonely master have a new NBA home by the end of the day? That may have just happened. And with another shot in the big leagues, how does Jimmer change his NBA narrative? Plus, the tournament kicks off today. And you all know I'm referencing the tournament of BYU things, right? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Lauren McClain. Jimmer! BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Thursday, March 21st. Wherever and however you're connected, tis a great day, and it's great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the lovely intelligent, fabulous, she'll pay me for all of this later, Lauren <laughs> McLean. I was actually going to say, you left off a few of my great qualities in oh, that. I'm sorry, did you I wrote them down for you this morning, and you, you would only put three on there, but that's okay. It's only an hour show, Lauren. <laughs> it's only an hour show. That's true, but it's good to be here with you, Spence. It is. We've been waiting for this day for we a long time, and day. wouldn't you know... Breaking what news happens day. when we come together in <laughs> Studio B. That's right. To do BYU Sports Nation. Uh, yes. What a show Jimmer. today. Uh, is Jimmer Fredette now officially a member of the Phoenix Suns? That narrative has just recently changed. We have all of the details for you, and we'll talk to the guy who broke the initial story last night. John Gambadoro will join us in 15 minutes on BYU Sports Nation. Lauren, it's tournament day. And by tournament, I mean the tournament of BYU The most important tournament, of course. Can your favorite parking police upset everyone's favorite dancing mascot, Cosmo? It might be closer than you think. (laughs) Can you imagine the chaos that would exist if there weren't the parking police at BYU? It's already Uh, bad enough, right? And BYU men's volleyball has a huge weekend ahead. Felipe Gibrito Fajera joins us in studio in 40 minutes. Shall we do some headlines? Let's do it. Okay. Jimmer Fredette, I don't know why I'm yelling, but I'm excited, (laughs) has agreed to a two-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. He's back. It's done. Weird. This according to stadium NBA insider Sham Sharania. According to the report, it's a team option on the second year. Fredette will begin playing for the Suns as soon as he has received clearance from China and the CBA. Yes. Fredette averaged 36 points a game this year in the CBA. He would be heading to a Suns team sitting at 17 wins, 55 losses at the bottom of the Western Conference, which means they might just give him a green light. Men's volleyball faces the Princeton Tigers tonight in the BYU Invitational. The Cougars are 11-6 off the back of a pair of huge upsets to two top 10 teams in UCLA and Pepperdine. Princeton is 10-9 and and lost their last game to number 7 Lewis. Tonight's matchup starts at 9 p.m. Eastern time at the Smithfield House on BYU TV with me, Jerome, and Steve Vail. I was going to ask, you going to be there? I will be there. Of course you will. Yep. BYU Baseball. Host Portland tonight in the first of a three-game weekend West Coast Conference Series. The Cougars rolling right now, trying to continue their success after a dramatic 14-13 cross-county collision win against Utah Valley. Jaron Hall, the hero there. First pitch against the Pilots set for 8 p.m. Eastern. You can listen live on BYU Radio. 
Shannon Evans was announced as the Mountain Rim Gymnastics Conference Gymnast of the Week. What well else is new? Lord, no kidding. And Vault Specialist of the Week, Helity Serene, was also recognized as the Bar Specialist of the Week for the conference. Evans has received an MRGC honors every week of the season. This year, the judges can't get enough of the Mario dance. All rise and shout. I know you want to, especially today. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Jimmer Fredette is back in the National Basketball Association. Moments ago, a report surfacing from the NBA that he has signed a two-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. An option on the second year. We'll get into all the details of that later, but... It would appear Jimmer Fredette is back in the NBA. Is it weird that we're talking about this right now? It's a little strange because I feel like yesterday on the show, you guys were kind of mentioning, like, oh, since the season's ended in Shanghai, we wonder if Jimmer will get a shot. You never know. It's, it's, it's something that we've wanted, but it's really strange that it's tangible and it's here. And I think it is fantastic. Number one, today is the first day of the big dance, right? Yes, March it is. Madness. And it gives BYU fans something to actually be excited no, no. about today. Of course, of course, this would happen for Jimmer Fredette <laughs> the first day of the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Instead of the it's BYU perfect. fans sitting on their couch eating a tub of ice cream because they're depressed that BYU is not in the tournament, now they can follow all the headlines yeah. on Jimmer being back in the league. And he is the king of March Madness. It's Jimmer Mania. It is Jimmer Mania. So it doesn't matter what else is happening in the sports world. I feel like when Jimmer's name is mentioned, he takes over. And there's a sense of pride for BYU fans when it comes to Jimmer. We all believe that he deserves another shot. Even even non-BYU fans. When a guy's averaging 36.9 points per game, even if it's in China, you got to give the guy another shot, right? Number two, I think it's a great opportunity for Jimmer to get his name back out there and make a splash while he can. Now, he's a polarizing figure because... He's easy to like. He's easy to root for. National Player of the Year in 2011 led BYU on that magical run during his senior season, was a first-round NBA draft pick. And if you are in the camp of, well, he went to the wrong team and Mm -hmm. got into a horrible situation with a coach that got fired less than 10 games into the season and management that wasn't really invested in the team, then you are thinking – this is, this is finally the shot that Jimmer deserves. There are doubters out there, and I heard from all of them, I felt like, <laughs> last night. Oh, great. What's, what's he going to do to help the Suns? Well, I guess things can't get any worse for Phoenix. Why not? Why you want to sell tickets? You want to sell yes. a few jerseys? Think about the fan base in the larger Phoenix Mesa area that will show up for the Suns games. What about the game on Monday night? In it, Salt Lake City. If if he can turn it around fast enough, and yes, I know he needs we'll to get clearance from China and the CBA to do this, but if they can turn it around fast enough, how about that? Of course he would be playing the Jazz in Salt Lake City <laughs> on Monday. I hope it happens. I don't know if it's going to, but I hope it happens. The thing is, it's been a long time since he has suited up in the NBA. 2016, right? That brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 1,116 days, to be exact, since Jimmer Fredette last played in an NBA game. you got to go all the way back to the first day of March in 2016, as you said, Lauren. The New York Knicks against the Portland Trailblazers. He had four points. How do you feel about all this? I just feel it's time. It was time that he came back. 
Give him a shot. Let's yes. see what he can do. Here's the thing. He needs the ball in his hands to be successful. Are the Phoenix Suns the one team in the NBA right now, given their current circumstances, that will allow Jimmer Fredette to come off the bench, have the ball in his hands, and be a guy that uh, tries to give them some type of emotional lift with his ability to score the basketball? I mean, I'm thinking Devin Booker and Jimmer Fredette. Holy cow, that's a lot of outside shooting. <laughs> I know. But I love it. Well, that kind of brings up what we want to push over to. So Jimmer has bounced around four different NBA teams since 2011. Kings, Bulls, Pelicans, Knicks, before ending up in China. So some believe, like you said, Spencer, that because of that, he may not be cut out for the NBA. But what can Jimmer do with the Suns to change his NBA narrative? It all depends on if they let Jimmer control the ball and play his style of game that he has to play to be successful. I think the Suns are going to give him a shot to do that. They don't have anything to gain right now. They're just right. trying to sell tickets and they trying to create games. some ex- excitement and some enthusiasm and get the fans and their rear ends back in the seats. <laughs> so I think that they will give him an opportunity to do what he feels comfortable doing, and that is being one of the guys when he's on the floor, right. leading the scoring charge. I think if Jimmer can secure himself into year two of that contract, that will change the narrative. Mm-hmm. Not, hey, we gave you a shot for 20-something odd days to close out the season, but you know what? We're going to part ways. Then right. the narrative remains the which same. Happens, which has happened with previous teams. It remains the same. Essentially, the two 10-day contracts. If he stays and they put him on the roster after the end of this season, that is how he changes the narrative because then people say – all right, maybe he does belong. What can he do to prove that he belongs for the second year of that NBA contract? I agree with that. I think he needs to become a legitimate asset for the Suns in these last 10 games, though. I think he needs to win some games for them. And uh, I think he needs to prove that he's more than just a cool name and a headline because anywhere that he's gone, the fans have gone crazy. Remember when he was in Chicago? He got in the first time he got into the game, and people were going nuts. First He's time he the hit Tim Tebow of the NBA. He is. And I almost think that's unfair because Jimmer Fredette is a better basketball player than Tim Tebow as a football player. Right. My opinion, at the pro level. Yes. Tim Tebow was incredible in college, so was Jimmer, but Jimmer has more of a professional game than Tim Tebow ever had at the football level. That's bold to say, but I, I actually agree with you. I totally agree with you. So I don't, But they, they are fascinating in the same way. They're polarizing. Yeah. Either you buy in and you're all in, that's how most BYU fans feel, or you're one of the doubters that's like, how many different teams does he have to play for before we say, <laughs> okay, you're not going to make it in the NBA? It's, yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah. I, I think uh, we need to see how he jives with that team. That's what the Suns are going to be looking for, how he jives with that team. But even if he... Scores a lot of points. doesn't necessarily look great with that team in particular. He just needs to make a splash, make another team look at him, and, and just get another shot. And I'm, I'm, it's kind of nice that he's doing it on the Suns because if he was on a playoff contending team, he's definitely not going to get as many minutes in a game. And that's kind of what's happened to him previously. He, he'll get in for a, a couple minutes here and there, and he's not able to get into a rhythm. So I'm hoping the Suns will – be like, like you said, like, listen, we got nothing to lose here. Let's sell some tickets, get some butts in the seats, yes, and put Jimmer into the game, see what he can do, and uh, and hopefully that'll be a highlight for him. I don't care if it's a playoff team. As, if he can just play and yeah. they let him have the ball in his hands, he is a ball-first guard. Let him do his thing. That's the key. Wherever that is, right. if it's Phoenix, great. 
I don't care about the playoffs. Yeah. Let Jimmer Fredette do his thing and have the green light. If it works, awesome. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But at least he had the opportunity to try and do his thing as a ball-dominant guard. But that's what's been hard about him being on other teams, right, is he kind of has to be the guy on the team. Like, he, he's, he doesn't do as well as a role player on a team. He kind of needs to be able to take over the offense himself. So this might be a, a legitimate shot for him to do that. Does Jimmer Fredette have staying power? That yeah. will change the narrative of his NBA career if he can get himself through the rest of the season and secure a roster spot moving forward. 30 years old. He's 30 years old, too. That's, that's a great year. They say that's when you're physical and your mental peak. <laughs> 30 years old. Come on, Jimmer. Believe it. What are you? That is I don't this know. the psychiatry time? I, don't uh, know. I heard that psychologist with Lar- Okay. I heard it somewhere. Lay down. Uh, I will <laughs> enhance your Let mental faculties. <laughs> <laughs> you're too old. <laughs> yeah. That's past for you're you. You're well past your prime, Spencer. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, anyway. Uh, we have mentioned that uh, this is quite the day for Jimmer Fredette to return to the NBA because it's also what feels like the real opening day of the NCAA tournament. I know that there are first-round games and there are the first four in Dayton. This is the first real day of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> 32 teams over the next two days are going to go into the second round. It is so exciting. Upsets, Cinderella. This is how we get on board with Fairleigh Dickinson and Belmont. <laughs> you love these teams on these two Fairly days Dickinson. of the year. You don't love them any other time of the year. Nope. You love those types of teams on these days. Lauren, is this... This Thursday, this Friday, is this the greatest day in the sports calendar year? I have to agree with you that it is really fun to see teams that beat your teams lose mm-hmm. and these random teams, like you said, Farley Dickinson. Oh, the what? Knights of Fairley Dickinson from Teaneck, New Jersey. Fairly, excuse me, Fairley Dickinson. Uh, it's so fun to watch those teams win. And people that have no clue about basketball can fill out their brackets. And they have, they have something to cheer for because they have a legitimate shot of winning because there's so many random upsets. Listen, Spence, that being said, I love, I love March Madness. But for me, there is nothing like the opening weekend of college football. Okay, all right. And think of, think of this year. Okay. Utah, the Utah game on Thursday to open all of college football. The combination of the fall weather, mm. football, Friday night lights, even mm-hmm. though it is Thursday and Saturday as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think the fact that there's only 12 or 13 games in the entire season, each game means so much. There's so much buildup leading to football. Oh, I'm sorry. But first day of college football is my favorite sports day of the year. I don't think there's a wrong answer when you're discussing week number one of the college football season <laughs> and the fall and the return of sweatshirts and tailgating. <laughs> yes, it's all fantastic. It's uh, Americana in a lot of ways. But there is something about these first two days of the NCAA tournament that makes me feel like a little kid inside. My mom <laughs> used to let me check out of school on these really? days and stay home and watch basketball. I don't know if she wants me to admit this, and maybe I've admitted it before. Coolest but it makes mom me ever. feel like a kid again. <laughs> I'd fill out the bracket with her that she would compete with her uh, coworkers in, and we won like the majority of the time, and so we kind of had like this pride surrounding. March Madness and picking upsets, and it's just fun. It's fun. And people can't pretend that, especially college students, that on all of their laptops, they have the tournament in the corner during all of their classes. Yes. Fence-sitter sports fans are all locked in yeah. to days like this, yeah. which in my mind makes it That's the greatest 
day or two days of the sports calendar year. Now, there is one thing that could trump these days, Lauren, and that's if BYU beats Utah to open the college football season (laughs) in how many days? Countdown to the Utes. 161. That many days. Heck yeah. BYU's got to beat the Utes, though. That's how they trump it. Agreed. <laughs> Our Agreed. question of the day. What's your reaction to the reports that Jimmer Fredette could sign with the Phoenix Suns? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is... This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. Yes, it is. First response in from at Jill Lion 3. It's March Madness, and I love it. Hashtag teach me how to Jimmer. I'm embarrassed how many times I watched that music video in 2011. Teach me how to Jimmer. You shouldn't be embarrassed. I embrace am, it. If you knew how many times, it. you would be embarrassed. For <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Hashtag BYUS on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up, we'll talk more about Jimmer's possible sun signing with the man who broke the news, John Gambadoro. Mm-hmm. Gambo in the hizzy. How do both the Suns and Jimmer Fredette benefit from this newly found partnership? And how does he extend and improve his NBA narrative? All on topic next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Number eight, BYU men's volleyball hosts the BYU Invitational starting Thursday night against EIVA leading Princeton at 9 Eastern on BYU TV and the app. Live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Lauren McLean. For the first time ever, we are united in Studio B. (laughs) Listen to BYUSN On Demand by downloading the BYU Sports Nation podcast. Watch the show by going to BYUSN.com. You know the drill by now. Our question of the day, what is your reaction to the reports that Jimmer Fredette has signed with the Suns that broke just a little bit ago at BrianYazzy6 on Twitter says, being that I'm a longtime fan of the Suns, I hope it happens. Well, it's happened, Brian. My hope is that Jimmer is given a fair opportunity to show his skills. He's a ball-dominant guard. Will they allow him to do that? Hashtag go Suns and hashtag BYUSN. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is a host and reporter from the flagship ship station of the Phoenix Suns. His name is John Gambadori. He goes by Gambo. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, my friend. Thanks for the time. Spencer, Lauren, how are you? We are fantastic. Um, how are your mentions on social media dating back, <laughs> uh, I don't know, about 16 hours? Well, you know, I got wind, you know, yesterday afternoon that the, the Suns were, you know, in talks. We're going to have Jimmer come in. So yesterday uh, I put it out there that the, the Suns were going to meet with Jimmer. And i got to be honest with you. I, listen, I remember how great he was in college and what a legend he was, but there's a Tim Tebow-like reaction to this. I mean, I had probably 350,000 impressions on that one tweet. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. Welcome to BYU, John. 350,000. Yeah, and you, then you've been morning, baptized into BYU Twitter. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, it was crazy. Then this morning when I, when I got the news that they were signing him to, uh, to, to, to a two-year deal and I broke the story, it's just – it's crazy. I mean, Sports Illustrated picked it up and Yahoo picked it up. And it's just the kid is just still so ultra popular that, uh, you know, just him coming back to the NBA is a big story to so many people. And, and, and here in Arizona, too. I mean, we have a 
you know, we have a, a big Mormon population, um, you know, here in the Mesa Gilbert area. He's extremely popular from, you know, from playing in college. So this, this, is, this is a good thing. It's going to be exciting to see. I'm trying to find out if he's going to be able to play tonight because um, they've got a game tonight against Detroit. So I'm waiting to see if he'll be able to play tonight. But it's, it's big news here. Wow, that fast he could play tonight. We're, we're all kind of eyeing the potential uh, Jazz Sun showdown on Monday. I, can you try and fathom what kind of uh, media circus that would be if his first game is against the Jazz in Utah? Yeah, I, I just, I, you, know, I, I, you know, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like to have him play you know, especially against Utah, but you know, in this in these final ten games, to see if he can earn a spot on this roster next year and come back to the NBA and at thirty years old and have a career, he's always been a, a just a great shooter. And the knock on him in the past was his defense, but he killed it in China and he wants to get back. And so it is. It's a team option for his, for next year, so they'll have the option to bring him back. But it's a free look. They'll get a they'll get a free look at him and. See if he's uh, see if he's worth keeping. I mean, what, listen, his role on this team, you know, they've got Devin Booker, they've got DeAndre Ayton, they've got uh, Kelly Oubre if they bring him back. So his role would be as a as a bench player, come off the bench, play 15 minutes a game, knock down some shots, and see if he can stay in the league for a few more years and you know ride out your career here in the NBA instead of in China. John, you've been covering the Suns for 22 years. How do you feel like? the Suns can benefit from having Jimmer on the roster? I mean, in all honesty, I don't think it's going to be a great benefit. I mean, he's a role player. He's not, I, I don't think he's going to be coming in here and scoring 30 a game. They've got Booker to score. They've got Oubre to score. They've got Aiden. They've got Josh Jackson. They've got, they've got plenty of guys. I think it's about just can he get back to the NBA and, and, and get his career back on track here? Can he, can he play for two years, three years, four years, five years? You know, in the NBA, I mean, I think he'll have a role on the team. I, I don't think anybody's expecting him to come in and replace Devin Booker as the main scorer on the team. It's just right now, it's survival. Can he can he get back to this league? Did he did he did he get better in China? Is there a spot for him? You know, after not making it in the NBA, is he a better player now? Is he a smarter player now? And is this a good fit? I mean, that's the most important thing, Lauren. Is this a good fit? And, and for the Suns, it might be. They've got Troy Daniels is going to be gone. Jamal Crawford is a bench player. He'll probably be gone. So they're going to be looking for some players that can come off the bench and score. John Gambadoro from Arizona Sports 98.7 in Phoenix with us on BYU Sports Nation. When you look at expectations for Jimmer now with the Phoenix Suns, what would you say is a fair expectation at this point, given his past and his uh, journeyman role through the NBA and now to the CBA where he scored a bunch of points? What's a fair expectation now in terms of statistics? I mean, I don't, I, I don't have an answer for that yet, but I'll give you my guess. My guess is that if he could be uh, – he's not going to be the sixth guy off the bench because they've got – Rashawn Holmes coming in for DeAndre Ayton. He's not going to be the seventh guy off the bench because they'll have Josh Jackson coming in. Might not even be the eighth guy off the bench. But if he could be the ninth or tenth guy off the bench right now, have a role on the second unit, maybe spell Devin Booker a little bit, maybe play with Devin Booker a little bit, although that would be a terrible defensive pairing because neither one of them play defense. <laughs> you know, that's that's it's my initial expectation is, you know, can he, can he play 15 minutes a game, 16 minutes a game? If he's playing well, can he get 20? Um, or is, I mean, I don't think you bring him here and just have him as a DNP coach's decision every single game. You've got to see 
over these next 10 games what you have in him to determine if you want him for next year. So he is going to play. He has to play. I just think the question is just how many minutes down the stretch is he going to get? My guess is on, uh, on average, somewhere between 15 and 18 minutes is what I'm expecting him to get for the rest of the season. You mentioned that it's probably more beneficial for Jimmer to be signing with the Suns than it is for the Suns to have him on the roster. So what do you think went behind management's decision to uh, bring him on for these last 10 games? Have you seen the Suns play this year? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> unfortunately. 17 amazing wins. I mean, what the heck do you got to lose? I mean, what do you got to lose? It's 10 games. It's not going to cost you any money. I mean, take a free look. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing to lose here. This team's not going to the playoffs. They've, they've played better as of late. They've got a great win over Golden State and a great win over Milwaukee, and they've beaten the Lakers and the Knicks and the Heat. Um, and, and so there's been some good wins for the Suns in these last couple of weeks. But, you know, what? you are looking at a roster next year, it's going to have a little bit of turnover, and you're trying to find some players that could be, you know, um, you know at the end of your bench that aren't going to cost you a lot of money. Uh, that can help. So, I mean, it's, it doesn't hurt. I mean, his, his season's over in China. He wants to come back to the NBA. It's 10 games. If it doesn't work, nothing to lose. I mean, it's not like you're investing $20 million in him. I mean, it's, 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 he's signed for 10 days, for 10 games, 21 days, 10 games. If it works, great, bring him back. If it doesn't work, no harm, no, no damage, no foul, nothing lost. Gambo, if you had to put a percentage number on – the chance that Jimmer Fredette will return to one of those open roster spots for the Suns next year and fulfill the entirety of that two-year deal, what would you say it is? Well, it's all going to depend on how he plays. Um, so, I, you know, it's not fair to take a guess. i got to see how he plays. I mean, we haven't seen Jimmer play in years. So, I mean, if he comes in here and he doesn't play well, then, then, then he's not going to have a chance to come back to this roster. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to contend. They're trying to get a better team. They'll have a top-five pick, and they want to go after – uh, free agents like a Tobias Harris and, and try to improve the roster. If he can help them, he'll be back. And if he can't help them, he won't. Um, the, for, you know, ask me after five games if I think he'll be back. Because, you know, right now it's just it's, it's unfair to make a prediction on that without having seen him play in the NBA. So that, that's going to take a little time for us to be able to determine if we think he's going to do good enough to earn a spot back. Follow him at Gambo987 on Twitter. If you had to assess all of the reaction that you're getting from the general Suns nation, whether it be in Phoenix or across the country, are they receiving this news more positively or more negatively? Both. I mean, there are people out there like, why? Like, you know, you know, doesn't play any defense and what? But there's a lot of people. Like, why not give him a chance? Let's see. I mean, what, you know, the, the kid lit it up in China, and he's he's always been able to shoot the ball. I mean, he could put a blindfold on him and he'll knock down shots. So, I would say it's probably more seventy thirty positive. The reaction's more positive. Uh, and most people understand there's nothing to lose here. Give him a shot. See if it works out. If it doesn't, no harm lost. Uh, but there are some people like you know. I mean, why are they doing this? You know, it's not like. He's not going to be able to help them. They've got to, they got they need a point guard. They need a power forward. You know, they don't need a thirty year old, you know, guy that's been playing in China and's been out of the NBA for five years. Hey, well, you've got some things to talk about today, I'm sure, <laughs> along with March Madness. Arizona State gets a big win. Uh, I'm sure you'll be talking about that. But Jimmer, it's Jimmer Mania in Phoenix, and, and of course it just feels like it would be it's only fitting that it happens on this day. 
Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it was March Madness and the, the kid being a legend. Again, I'm amazed at just how incredibly popular he still is. <laughs> it's unbelievable how popular he is and the reaction, you know, that we're getting here in Phoenix about about him, you know, coming back to the league. It is it's fascinating to me that he's he's just got this he's got this unbelievable following and he's fa- this fan base that wants to see him do well so badly. It's, uh, like you said earlier, the Tebow of uh, the NBA right now. Just an incredibly polarizing, popular character. John, we appreciate the time. Enjoy your shows. Good luck with the hundreds of thousands of impressions on social media. Oh, my God, it's crazy. (laughs) All right, you got it, Spencer and Lauren. Thank you. You got it. John Gambadoro. Gambo on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline from the Phoenix Suns flagship station, 98.7 FM in Phoenix, Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Well, that deflated it just a hair. <laughs> just a hair. We can talk and, about that later. And the reality sets in. <laughs> like, oh, and the reality okay, sets in. Then. Coming up, can the parking police sneak up on Cosmo? Ooh, I like how that was worded. I don't think they can. <laughs> Cosmo doesn't get parking tickets. Are you kidding me? Go anywhere. The opening day of the tournament of BYU Things begins next. Do you have your brackets in? Who's your favorite? Who's the sleeper? (laughs) This is BYU Sports Nation. Women's basketball team is dancing with Auburn in the round of 64 in the NCAA tournament Saturday. Listen to it on BYU Radio and the app at 3.30 Eastern. Greg Rubel and Kristen Kozlowski have the call live from Stanford, California on Saturday. It is a tournament Jimmer mania laden day. Let's keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation. With the headlines. If you didn't hear, where have you been? <laughs> Jimmer Fredette has agreed to a two-year deal with the Phoenix Suns, according to Stadium NBA insider Shams Charania. According to that report, it is a team option on the second year, which means Fredette's got to impress these next 10 games if he wants to stick around in Phoenix. He'll be playing for the Suns as soon as he receives clearance from China. That could be as early as... I don't know. Tonight, the Suns have a game. We'll see. Fredette averaged 36 points a game this year in the Chinese Basketball Association. He would be, or he is rather, heading to a Suns team with 17 wins, 55 losses at the bottom of the Western Conference. Is that enough to give him a green light and let him be a ball-dominant guard off the bench? So crazy if he plays tonight. Men's volleyball faces the Princeton Tigers tonight in the BYU Invitational. The Cougars are 11-6 off the back of a pair of huge upsets to two top 10 teams in UCLA and Pepperdine. Princeton is 10-9 and lost their last game to number 7 Lewis. Tonight's matchup starts at 9 p.m. Eastern time at the Smith Fieldhouse. Be there and on BYU TV. BYU going to win that match. Yep. Then they got to take care of business against... Well, McKendry and then Hawaii. You know what I'm talking about. Undefeated Hawaii. It's crazy. Never lost a set. BYU baseball hosting Portland tonight. First of a three-game West Coast Conference series. BYU, after a dramatic 14-13 win against Utah Valley, hero uh, heroics rather from Jaron Hall, looking to get it done in the WCC. First pitch at 8 Eastern on BYU Radio. Shannon Evans was announced as the Mountain Rim Gymnastics Conference Gymnast of the Week, as well as Floor and Vault Specialist of the Week. Helody Sirene was also recognized as the Bar Specialist of the Week for the conference. Evans just received an MRGC honors every week, not just, has received every week of the season this year. We revealed the bracket for the tournament of (laughs) BYU Things yesterday. 
16 <sighs> things, eight incredible first-round matchups. It is day one, round one. We are focusing on two matchups today, starting with Cosmo, <laughs> the beloved mascot against the BYU parking police. Lauren, who do you like in this matchup? Can we just start out by saying you're welcome? <laughs> BYU fans, you are welcome for this. Everyone, everyone needs a freebie, right? Listen, Cosmo, most popular collegiate mascot, uh-huh. I dare say, uh-huh. in the country right now. So he's really hard to compete against, you know, but uh, listen, the parking police, they have to hold their own. They are the bad guys. They are the bad guys on campus. They have no friends except their employers, and I don't even know if their employers <laughs> like them either. They you get a bad rap. Listen, chaos would ensue in the parking lots if there was no mediation of this, if there was no jurisdiction <laughs> over this. Well, that's what I'm saying. you got to have some grit and a backbone it. to be one of the BYU Yes, everybody hates it, but parking think police. about it if it didn't exist. Just park anywhere. Uh... But listen, if Cosmo doesn't, didn't exist, how many of those football games that BYU lost where I they know. shouldn't? I know. Without Cosmo and the Cougarettes to give us a little national I'm, publicity. I am all aboard the Cosmo train. As they He's say, we are to a mascot dominate. school. He's going to dominate <laughs> this matchup. But the parking police, think about on during women's conference and different. Uh, like, true. You want the police to be there and be like, ticket this car. They're stealing all our spots. Just <laughs> trying to get into the building. This is ridiculous. I Follow want, the rules. I want to bring a, a BYU parking police with me all day, every day. Everybody loves week. them when it's convenient for them to ticket other people because we are being inconvenienced, right? So let's focus on that little gem of goodness that they bring to us. Sure. sure. <laughs> we'll they, focus on some that. order in the chaos, okay? <laughs> when they're lingering behind you in the parking lot, though. Waiting for you to I'll make watch. a mistake. I'll watch. I'll have, a, I'll have a parking ticket for some reason today. <laughs> We're both going to walk out there watching Hilarious. Matchup number two. The Wilkinson Center. Hotbed of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> for all BYU students. Home to the Cougar Eat. So many great memories. The BYU stores in the Wilkinson Center. Uh. Taking on mission trips. <laughs> Lauren. Completely unrelated. Oh, that's what makes this amazing. <laughs> it does. Which way you go? I feel like I have a great argument for the Wilk. Because my husband, okay. mm-hmm. every Tuesday night, will go play ping pong at the Wilkinson Center. Mm-hmm. You take a look around. There's fencing. There's capoeira, which is Brazilian fight dancing. That was my next question. What in the world is that? Um, yes, Brazilian fight dancing. Okay. So you hear them cheering and chanting <laughs> right next door to you. There was like a, a stag dance happening at the same time, which looks very similar to a steak dance if you just <laughs> sit back and watch. I uh, just capoeira over a stag yes, dance. some guy was playing Mozart on the piano. There were custodians. Mm-hmm. Listen, the Wilk does it all. The Wilkinson Center can do it all. They have a lot of depth, if you will. Uh, yes. Yes, and uh, mission trip. We all know mission trips are an advantage for BYU. Athletically? Oh, yeah. So Yeah, exactly. I mean, after two years of doing nothing. Older men. No physical activities. Able to overpower our young children. (laughs) Uh, He's 20 and he's a return missionary and your guy's 19. Yeah, it's like, Uh, is there really that big of a difference? Oh, my goodness. Mission trips. It's worked out for a lot of national championships, especially in football, right? (laughs) What a clear advantage to have those mature... 
developed men. Exactly. Who've been working out for two years on their mission trips. <laughs> Come back huge and in great shape. And so I actually, sure. I actually think that mission trips has a chance here because people will resort to the, but think about all of the good it does to <laughs> help you learn and grow That's and true. move forward and advance in life and prepare for the real challenges that await. Like, they're going to take the higher road. A lot of people will take that high road in this matchup. It's true. Over just we're, the we're like, fun. Ah, mission trips. And the craziness of the Wilkinsons. <laughs> like the unpredictability of that. But you walk in there and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to see. Like you said, you can hear some dude playing Mozart. Right. Uh, public displays of affection. <laughs> uh, wow. You know, it's just like, no huh, one wants to see huh, I don't want to listen to Mozart and see that. <laughs> <laughs> right? oh, Ping pong. There was no Brazilian there fight no, dancing. There was fencing, and there was fencing <laughs> on the other side. It was incredible. Okay, you can vote on these now. We are sending out polls on Twitter, and you decide who moves on in the bracket. That's what makes this so fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, I, I legitimately am excited to see vote. two people vote. Whatever you want. Those are the first two matchups out and about. Tomorrow we have two other fantastic matchups. The Beard Card. Versus the well-groomed stash. Oh, that kind of feels like a 5-12 matchup. Like the well-groomed stash could be that <laughs> sneaky 12 seed. <laughs> Those are too similar. Those two, that's going to be a tight race. Then there is the stretch Y versus hiking the Y. You're going to get the health nuts that are like, oh, I'm going to choose hiking up the mountain for that beautiful view. People are like, no, how do you go get some stretch Y, man? It represents the Y. I wish I was on the show tomorrow that I, so I could come and do yes, this. That's so good. The tournament of BYU things off to a rip-roaring start. <laughs> All right. On this Thursday. A BYU team taking their skills to the international level. More on this coming up. But first, Felipe Gibrito Fajera joins Nailed us it. in studio. I have worked really hard. There's Felipe. He's making his way up right now. What the heck? I didn't even Let's see go. Him. He wants to start right now. <laughs> He's ready. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The 15th ranked BYU gymnastics team hosts the Mountain Rim Gymnastics Championships Friday at 8 Eastern on BYU TV and the app. Compelling and rich. BYU trying to catch Boise State, who has been the dominant program in the MRGC. They'll have their chance on their home digs at the Marriott Center. And it's a legitimate chance. Uh-huh. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation with our question of the day. What is your reaction to the reports that Jimmer Fredette has signed a two-year deal with the Phoenix Suns at Vid Enslish? So excited for him. Determination, perseverance, and hard work paying off. Let's just hope they actually give him a chance to show what he can do. What's the chance? That's the thing. Is it 12 minutes a game? Is it 15 minutes a game? Will they let him be a ball-dominant guard? Does he have a full green light to shoot whenever he wants? Well, as Gambo was saying, if he's the ninth or 10th guy coming off the bench, that kind of is a little disheartening. When at the top of the hour we're like, yeah, he might have a chance to play several minutes and get all these points, but now well, the ninth or 10th guy at the bench? The thing is 12 to 15 minutes would feel, in my opinion, like a lot of time. Yeah. I would love to see that happen. It's got to happen. Send in your reactions, hashtag BYUSN. It continues 24-7 on social media. Joining us now in Studio B, making his BYU Sports Nation debut of BYU men's volleyball. Fresh off two big upsets against top six teams, Felipe Gibrito Fajera. 
How's Welcome, going, my guys? friend. Okay, <laughs> thank you. I've been working a lot on that name. Jerem has been uh, tutoring me. How did I do? <laughs> if you had to give that a grade, what would you give it? I'll give you, like, compared to the other people here, I'll give you an eight. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, thank good. you. Okay. <laughs> what are some of the weirdest names or versions of your name that you've heard since you've been here? Oh, people call me Felipe Burrito <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it's the burrito. So. Well, it's they make fun of me, but but it's fine. Or fajita, or fajitas, or <laughs> yeah. fajitas. Yeah, man. But That's what Gabby says, doesn't he? Yeah, fajitas. yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Okay, you say it the correct way. We want to hear it yeah. from the man. Okay, here we go. Okay, so it's Felipe Gibrito Fajita. Oh, I love it. Felipe. Felipe Gibrito Fajita. Fajita. Oh, I love it. Okay, yeah. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to go back and listen to that. All right. I'll make sure that I, I get a little bit closer to that. Felipe. Sounds good. Sounds good. Good stuff. Hey, uh, fantastic week for you and BYU men's volleyball. I appreciate Incredible that. Incredible comeback against UCLA. Yeah. I mean, aside from maybe you guys, I'm not sure there was anybody on the planet that thought that BYU was going to come back and beat UCLA down two sets to none and down six points halfway through the third set. With your third string setter. How'd you do it? Yeah, anything can happen in the volleyball court, and especially uh, in this midfield house. I feel like um, the fans had a really big role uh, on our win. They helped us, you know, bring the energy up. So, but basically, I don't know, things started to click, and we started to believe that we could come back, even though, because the third set was we were down 13 6 or 13 7, something like that. But. We, we never give up, so that's one of the good things, uh, one of the good characteristics of our team. It seems like that's been the theme of this year, is never giving up, because you yeah. had a phenomenal match against Pepperdine right yeah, after that. Yeah, we, we're ha- we, I think our team likes to bring some sort of uh, emotion to the matches, you know? <laughs> Drama. Drama, Drama. Yeah, yeah. Must watch television. No, definitely, definitely. Uh, and But we're enjoying this, so, um, you know, last year... We, we had a different, completely different team. We graduated five seniors, and this year we're still, um, you know, getting connected to each other. So this is the first time we're playing. A lot of guys are playing, but I think we're doing a good job in general. How would you say that this team this year has improved the most from match one to where you are now? Uh, so I think coaches in general, uh, the three coaches are doing a great job fixing the errors we're having. Um, we had... We struggled a little bit with passing at first, you know, in the beginning of the season. Uh, now the outsides, the barrel, they're doing a great job. So it helps the middles to hit. Um, everything serves also are another big thing, another big factor that we are being more, more consistent. So every practice we work in something that reflects directly to the court, to the games. You and Mickey Yauhiainen are a force to be reckoned with is the middle blockers, and BYU is number one in the MPSF in blocking right now. What's the key to being a good blocking team? So, well, first off, I think practice, you know. We practice a lot, uh, practice blocking a lot, and, you know, you have to be committed every time because blocking might be something that you can go through motions easily, mm-hmm. you know. But if you if you pay attention, if you read the setter, and if you communicate well with the other pins, I think probably that's the key. <laughs> the international connections on this team are fantastic. And we're here with Felipe Gibrito Fajera. Okay, okay I'll, give closer. I'll, I'll give you a nine. I'll give you a nine now. Let's go. I'll give you a nine. Let's go. Okay, I'm improving. I'm improving. <laughs> um, what is it like 
not just playing with all these guys from different parts of the country, whether it be Davide Gardini or Gabi Garcia Fernandez, among others, Miki Yaoyainen. Um, you live with two other guys where their second language is English. So how do you manage all of this on the court and at home? Yeah, so I room with uh, Gabi and Davide uh, from Puerto Rico in Italy. <laughs> and I'm from Brazil. So I feel that it's good that we have this connection. You know, we are all foreigners. We're in a different place. It's cold, too cold for me, too cold for Gabi. <laughs> so we can relate in some, some stuff, you know. Uh, we share uh, past experiences. Um, that are more similar many times than Americans, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's good. I, I enjoy it a lot. Is there ever a time when neither of you can think of an English word? Because you don't speak each other's languages, right? Yes, yes. Italian, um, Portuguese. Actually, it happens many times. A lot of times. <laughs> a lot you of times. You just have to pull out your phones? Uh, we, no, there are times that even, even though we're speaking English, um, we cannot find the word, but... <laughs> You know, we improvise and somehow we like we can understand each other. And an American cannot understand us. So it's awesome. It's interesting for sure. The Latin-based languages help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great stuff. Well, we're glad that you ended up at BYU all the way from Brazil, man. Uh, what a story it's been. For, what a ride. Um, and uh, it, it just in 20 seconds, give us the backstory. How, how did you end up at BYU? So it all went through Otavio Souza, a former BYU player. He's from Brazil. He introduced me. Um, basically, he put me in contact with coaches. We met one day for like occasionally, and basically that's how it happened. They brought me here. I was really, really well treated. Loved everything, so I was committed a couple of weeks after. So now you're here in Studio B on BYU Sports Nation, broadcasting to the world. Yeah, that's you crazy. Loved everything <laughs> but the cold. But the no, cold yeah, weather. that's that's one thing. It's warming up. I I struggle to adapt. <laughs> it's warming up. Yep. It'll, it'll get warm. Hey, we'd love for you to uh, sign our Sailor Coog flag, and let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma. Typically, awesome. you receive this, you go, and you're already awesome, but you'll be even better with the karma. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Good luck I'll tonight to and this whole weekend. Thank you cool. so Thanks, much. Felipe. Here's uh, your marker. Awesome. Great stuff. Felipe Gibrito Fajera. Felipe Gibrito Fajera. Yes. Oh, what a guy. Coming up, the most dominant athlete on campus gets yet another award. And bears rising up in a rise and shout out. <laughs> We're going to South Korea. Speaking of uh, my mission trip for my rise and shout out, it's BYU Sports Nation. Shout out to today's guest, John Gambadoro of the Phoenix Suns flagship station, 98.7 FM in Phoenix, discussing what it was like to handle Jimmer Mania as the guy that broke the news that Jimmer was meeting with the Suns, and now we've learned that he has signed a two year deal with the Suns. Also, Felipe Gibrito Fajera. Very good. Thank ten. You, that time it was a ten. Yeah, well. <laughs> but that's Felipe. But if you miss any of the show, download the podcast. Go to BYUSN.com. It's also the beginning of the BYU, the tournament of BYU things. Sorry to Dennis. Once again, we ran out of time. Let's whip it. <laughs> it's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Jimmer! 
Jimmer Fredette has agreed to a two-year deal with the Phoenix Suns, according to stadium NBA insider Shams Sharania. How do you say that? Sharania, yeah. Sharania. According to the report, it is a team option for the second year. Fredette will begin playing for the Suns as soon as he received clearance from China. Fredette averages 36 points a game this year in the CBA and would be heading to a Suns team who is sitting at 17-55 and 55 at the bottom of the West Conference. Not Volleyball. The men of BYU face the Princeton Tigers, yes. <laughs> Tonight in the BYU Invitational after wins against UCLA and Pepperdine. Tonight's matchup, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain at the Smithfield House, live on BYU TV with Lauren McLean and Jerem and Steve. <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. BYU baseball <laughs> takes on Portland tonight in the first of a three-game series. The Cougars look to continue their success success after a dramatic 14-13 win against UVU last night. First pitch is at 8 p.m. Eastern time on BYU Radio. Gymnastics. Shannon Evans, the Mountain Room Gymnastics Conference Gymnast of the Week. Boring. Because she does it every week. She's also <laughs> the floor and vault specialist. I kid. Elodie Sirene won the Bar Specialist of the Week for the MRGC. Evans has now received an MRGC honor every week of this season. Golf. Women's golf is playing in the Hockey El Tigre Invitacional in Puerto Vallarta today. What a cool name yes. for an invitation. El Tigre. Cougars in pro hoops. We're in the pros of baseball, right? Brendan Lund went two for four with two runs batted in for the Angels. Spring training baseball and a four to two loss to the Cleveland Indians. Today's rise and shout outs go to, for me, the Bears at <laughs> Everland Park in South Korea. Literal Bears. <laughs> if you haven't seen this video, I've never seen a swaggier grizzly bear in my life. Just trolling past the bus. What's up, uh, peeps? Take your pictures. I'll be here all day. People's responses to this have that's, been hilarious. Right now, that's Jimmer Fredette walking into <laughs> the Phoenix Suns practice facility. He's like, that's right. I'm part of the team. Everland Park, South Korea. Incredible video. It looks so fake, but it's so real. His little swag. He's so swagging. Oh, just right next to the bus. Jimmer going into Phoenix. All right, who gets it for you, Lauren? Well, my rising shout-out is, is not as great, but uh, but it is at the same time. It goes to women's soccer because they announced they'll be playing the Argentina women's national yeah. team April 4th at Southfield. How awesome. cool will that awesome. be for everybody involved? Argentina's ranked 36th in the FIFA World Rankings. The Argentine national women's team coming yep. to Pro Bowl. Very cool. Yeah. Our question of the day, what's your reaction to the reports of Jimmer for dead? Signed with the Phoenix Suns, our lead voice of the day, presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, celebrating 50 years. That's CL underscore living. Seems like Jimmer should be added to the tournament of BYU things. Obviously a huge snub by the selection committee. <laughs> the conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. For Lara and I am Spencer. Shout out to the whole Fredette clan. Go Cougs. Amazing. <laughs>